0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Sunday, November 27th, 2022, and the Memphis Grizzlies are in the Big Apple tonight to take on the New York Knicks. So I apologize for no episode on Friday. Obviously, a lot's been going on with the holidays and my wedding and then honeymoon so a lot going on had some in-law duties to do for that day for the the holidays so we're back now i did tweet the picks, so we'll go over that real quick the picks that i did take for that game against the pelicans and then we'll get right into the game tonight in new york against the new york knicks so back on a regular schedule now going forward so thank you guys for the flexibility as we've kind of gone through these these couple of weeks should be back on a normal schedule now going forward and i look forward to doing so but looking at friday The Grizzlies beat the Pelicans 132-111 in Memphis, tweeted out the picks, did relatively well, ended up 4-2 on the night, did miss my play of the game, have been a rough uh, couple games for the play of the game series, so hopefully we get back on good terms tonight and we'll go from there. So Grizzlies did cover the minus two of that game, obviously winning the game by over 20 points, the over hit pretty easily, John Morant hit his over 7.5 assists that I predicted, The play of the game was John Morant over five and a half boards. He was rebounding the ball really well up to this point in the season. Um, I think he had four rebounds within the first quarter and a half, it looked like, and then didn't grab any after that. So over five and a half did not hit. I hit the Grizzlies first quarter money line, which the Grizzlies all season have been a complete tank in the first quarter. They won the first quarter by a total of 19 points. So, pretty much always, especially at home, get off to a hot start. So, we've been very sharp on that first quarter bets for the Grizzlies. And then Zion Williamson over 25 and a half points was my other prediction. I expected him to kind of go back and forth with Ja a bit more. He finished with 14 points, so that over did not hit. So, we're now 12 and 7 on the play of the game series so far this season. So, tough. Tough couple games for me on that end, so hopefully we get right tonight. I have one that I do enjoy um, quite a bit, so hopefully we can get back in the win column tonight. So, that's really all for that game. Again, with the holidays and everything, wasn't able to watch the game to the extent that I probably would have wanted to, but Grizzlies got the win, um, and we'll talk about kind of what that means in terms of the whole landscape of the Western Conference and how tough everything is right now, or how tight everything is right now at the top, so... Tonight, Grizzlies are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in New York against the Knicks, so we saw these teams obviously play on opening night of the season. Memphis won the game 115-112 in overtime. Knicks were a a four-and-a-half-point underdog on the night, and they did cover that spread, so that's something to to take into account looking at this game. Obviously... The teams are a bit different this go-around. No Desmond Bain for the Grizzlies, but added Jaron Jackson Jr. to the mix. And then we see the Knicks right now with Jalen Brunson and Cam Reddish currently listed as questionable. So a lot of this stuff is getting in now because Jalen Brunson, uh, you, you look at it both ways, double-edged sword here. If you get it now, Jalen Brunson does not play. Obviously, you'll see that Memphis Grizzly line probably go up to four and a half, five on the night, but... I think if he does play, he'll probably stay around the two and a half mark, if not go down to one and a half, two points for in favor of the Grizzlies. So Brunson has been great for the Knicks so far this season. So if he doesn't play, that's a big miss for them. He's averaging 21.6 assists on the year. He played very well in that game that we saw him play against the Grizzlies on that opening night. So a lot's kind of dependent on that, which seems to always be a thing so far with this podcast as just the injury news can kind of change a lot of the bets that are made, but we'll go into it assuming he's, I mean, with the line, I'm guessing that's with the assumption he's going to play listed as questionable. So I would expect to see Brunson out there tonight. And either way, honestly, I expect the Grizzlies to win the game. It's just whether or not they, you know, the, the line that they get for the spread, what that's at. So both these teams are bottom 20 in the league when it comes to against the spread record so far this year, New York's two, five and one at home against the spread. They have not covered in their last six games at home, so they went two and zero to start the year against the spread in New York, and since then they have not covered the last six. They're two and three straight up in their last five games, and they're two and three against the spread in their last five games overall. The Grizzlies are exactly the same: two and three straight up in last five, and two and three against the spread. So, again, the Brunson news is a big indicator here, but I think either way, Memphis is the much better team. I expect them to handle business. We saw. Um, they're currently in third in the West right now, but they were low as ninth the other day. So it's really one or two games are separating one through 12 in the West right now. So you have to pick up games where you can. This is a game that I think the, the Grizzlies need to pick up, should pick up, um, following a good performance in new Orleans, obviously no, Grizzly killer C.J. McCollum in the lineup for the Pelicans proved to be a, a big plus there for the Grizzlies, so they got a good win there, Make it two wins in a row, kind of start ramping up, I guess you could say, with the return of Zaire Williams and Desmond Bain in the near future, and then we get to see the Grizzlies at full strength because we have not seen this full-strength Grizzly team yet. You've had guys in and out of the lineup. Jaron Jackson Jr. slowly being reintroduced into the team, into the offense, has proved to be a very big addition for the Grizzlies. And then, obviously, his defense is first-team all-defense at a minimum, if not defensive player of the year quality. So Jaron Jackson Jr. now being in the lineup, I think will help the oh, – I, I know it will help the Grizzlies. I wouldn't say I think – But it's just a different look that we didn't see, obviously, in that game that they played against the Knicks last time. And the Knicks, you know, down low aren't exactly threatening. I mean, Julius Randle playing the four, uh, matching up with Jaron Jackson Jr., I like that matchup a lot. So the West is tight again. Grizzlies, I think, it's a good spot for them to pick up one. I like them to cover the minus two and a half point spread. Looking at the over-unders. So we had the over-unders set last game that they played in the opening game at 227. That's the exact line that it is tonight. It pushed in the first game, needed overtime to do so with the uh, 115-112 game last time. But the Grizzlies since then have scored 132 points in their last game, obviously against the Pelicans the other night. The Knicks have scored 129 points in their last two games, though it did take overtime to get the mark in their previous game against the Trailblazers. Still, the Knicks have started to score the ball a lot better than they have to start the season. They're also not great defensively, nor are the Grizzlies. The Knicks allow 116.4 points per game so far this year. That's 25th in the NBA. Memphis is not much better, at allowing 113.8 points per game so far this season. So with that, on the flip side, both these teams are top 13 in scoring in the league per game. So I expect them to go out in a much different way than we saw last time out. So obviously, we, it was a bit more cagey in that first game. Opening night, you know, players trying to find their feet. Now we have almost two months of basketball in these guys' legs, and I expect them to go up and down the court at a faster pace and score the ball much more efficiently than we saw in that opening game. So both teams have hit the over in exactly 50% of their games so far this year. They're both 9-9-1 and on the season, but Madison Square Garden is six and two in overs so far this year, averaging two hundred and forty-four point three points per game. Which I don't know the statistic, but I'm pretty certain that that's probably the highest in the whole NBA. Because I don't every other time I check that statistic, it's always in the two two twenties, two thirty. So two forty four in that many games at Madison Square Garden is honestly a, a, a massive amount. But we do see, um. Players want to go and, and play well in Madison Square Garden, you know, the bright light. So I expect nothing different tonight for those two teams. I honestly highly consider making that my over but, or sorry, my play of the game, but I found one that I liked a bit more um, just in case there were to be a blowout or defensive slugfest tonight in New York. Um, looking at some player props, we have John ja Morant over seven and a half assist. He's hit this mark in his last three games against the New York Knicks. He had nine in the season opener against the Knicks, and he's having 9.3 assists in his last three games. He had 11 last game against the Pelicans in a game that he didn't play at the end because of, obviously, uh, the blowout. So I like John Morant, over 7.5 assists. He's been getting his teammates involved a lot, especially without Desmond Bain. I think Ja has taken – well, because we saw Desmond De, – we saw Desmond Bain take such a leap in terms of ball handling and playmaking when he's been in the lineup this season. Without him, it's asking John Morant to go back to his old ways – And distribute a lot more. So I like John Morant over seven and a half assists there. Next play is my play of the game. And I will say we are jitty heavy tonight in this game because I just think that he's been very good in his role since Desmond Bain has been out and even before that. But John Conchar over six and a half rebounds is my play of the game. So he's hit this in six of his last seven games. The only game he did not get this was the last game. He only had, I believe, six in his game against the Pelicans last uh, on Friday. But that's the least amount of minutes he's played in the last six games. Obviously, the blowout was the reason for that. He just didn't have to play as many minutes, and he easily would have gotten over a six-and-a-half rebound mark if he would have played his normal 33-ish minutes that he's playing without Bane in the lineup. So with that being said, also against the Knicks, last time out in the season opener, he had 11 um, and that was with Desmond Bain on the floor, and his minutes. I think he only had he had 32 minutes that night, so he played a lot of minutes. Expect obviously a lot of minutes tonight for John Conchar, and I love his over six and a half rebounds, and that is my play of the game. Trying to get back into the win column for the play of the game, so definitely one I took serious and I did a lot of research for. That's the one I found best fit for tonight. Another Jiddy play, Jitty over or John Conchar over one and a half threes. He hit four. Last game against the Knicks, um, he also hit four last game against the Pelicans. So he's shooting six in a he's shooting six point two five threes per game since Desmond Baines out of the lineup. Two more than his season average, and then again forty two percent on the year. Hit four against the Knicks last uh, last time out. He's getting the shots up. He's just got to knock them down. I expect him to do do just that. And then lastly, another John Conchar play for the night. I said this last game, uh, last podcast, not last game. um, I said, take a shot at John Conchar double-double. He finished with nine rebounds and I think 10 points. So it was like plus 650 on the night. He's one rebound away um, in that Sacramento game. And I'm going right back into it tonight. John Conchar over, or sorry, John Conchar double-double is currently at plus 1100 tonight. So if you want to take a shot at something, something fun, something with big odds that don't involve a bunch of different same games and a bunch of different players. John Conchar, double-double plus 1,100 is my long shot for the game tonight. I honestly like it a lot. Again, he had, I think he had a double-double, I want to say, in the opener against the Knicks. I know for sure, obviously, he had the 11 rebounds. Let me see. Yes, he had 12 points, 11 rebounds in that opener against the Knicks on opening night. So, For something that he already did once this season against the same exact team to get it at plus 1,100, I think that's a great value for what you're getting. I mean, a plus 1,100 for something that's already happened so far this season with extra minutes because of the Desmond Bain injury. I love John Conchar all of his props tonight. But, I mean, if you're taking, obviously, the double-double, you might as well take his over-under points as well, which is at eight and a half. So, John Contra heavy tonight. I expect him to have a good game. So, hopefully, he does not let me down there. And then the last play of the night is Grizzly team total. Or, sorry, last play for the game, not play of the game, um, is Grizzly team total over 114 and a half points. So, three of the last four games, they've hit that mark. They hit it against the Knicks last time out. I know it took overtime, and they got it by... Half a point compared to what this is tonight, but I expect them on a day rest, a lot different Grizzly team than we saw against the Knicks last time, um, and a worse Knicks defense than probably we saw last time. I like Grizzlies to hit that team total over 114 and a half, and then obviously that will help us with our over that we predicted the over 227 mark for the game. So back again, thank you guys um, for the understanding, for the flexibility with this, this crazy time the last three weeks um, both personally and then also just with the holidays. So back on back on a normal schedule now going forward. And so we have the game tonight and then we'll be back on Wednesday, November 30th. at the Grizzlies are in Minnesota to play the the rival our our new rivals, I guess you could say, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So looking forward to getting back on track there. Again, make sure to follow the Twitter at GrizzbearBets. If there's not a podcast for whatever reason, just like on Friday. I tweeted the plays there so you guys can still stay up to date with me. Make sure to also follow, as always, Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies on Twitter and then my personal Twitter at Bob at 9. And also make sure to check out all the written content on our website, www.grizzlybearblues.com. So thank you guys again for the support, for the listen, and I will see you guys on Wednesday against the Timberwolves. Have a good one.